Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The first Noah, the angels did say, was to certain Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Thank you so much for being here with us. I had a very good weekend. I was, you might say, embedded in the Allied camps. That's how it felt. I spent the weekend at the uh, TPUSA event, whatever they call it, AmFest there in Phoenix, Arizona. And it really, it really does, it really does feel like, like here at InfoWars, we're the front lines. We're hitting the barbed wire on a daily basis. We're in the trenches. We're getting trench foot. We're living in the mud. We're under sustained arterial bombardment continuously. And then you sort of retreat back to, you know, a couple miles behind the lines where all of the allies are arrayed in their camps and their officers are are holding, you know, not fancy balls and uh, dinners and <laughs> having fun with each other. And it's nice. It's it's uh, it's very nice. But it, it really it really does feel like, and hey, the report back from the um, from the allied camps is morale is very high. In fact, it's really astonishing what's going on in the conservative realm these days. And it's incredibly humbling to meet all of the InfoWars fans out there, uh, you know, face to face. It's so it's so gratifying and, and rewarding. And of course, I, you know, appreciate compliments when people, you know, personally say, you know, like we listen every day is really nice. I, I really appreciate that. And I, you know, I don't ignore those, but also, you know, we have the understanding that any benefit I get from my position here is uh, simply as a consequence of being associated with this massive and incredible movement that was started by Alex Jones. I was trying to explain. It's like, uh, it's like Alex Jones just did a cannonball in the, uh, in the ocean of the media landscape. And we're just like riding the tidal wave that's created from it. Just, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. I don't know if I heard the term, you know, tax, taxes, corporate tax cut. Like, I don't think I heard the term tax cut once. I was there the entire weekend. Nobody cares about tax cuts anymore. Nobody cares about the typical things that you remember as being conservative when you were growing up. Absolutely everybody in the conservative sphere now recognizes the reality of where we are. I didn't hear tax cuts. I heard a lot about the World Economic Forum. I heard a lot about Klaus Schwab. I heard a lot about anti-human agendas and corporate cabals and all this sort of stuff. I mean, InfoWars could go away tomorrow, and the effect that InfoWars has had on the media landscape, the information landscape in America is already greater than any other organization on earth. So, again, it was, it was great meeting everybody. It was absolutely fantastic, you know, getting to shake hands with uh, somebody who was like Twitter come to life. It was really fun uh, reconnecting with everybody. And again, morale really is high. You might look at the mainstream media and all the stories that we're going to cover today from uh, uh, Trump being indicted on January 6th and all, all this other stuff. You, it might look like you know we're on the back heel, but the reality is that when you're surrounded by the people of the conservative movement, young, old, black, white, Hispanic, I mean, it, it doesn't even matter. It's there's so much energy. There's so much revelation going on. There's so much power in the American conservative movement, and it is growing, and it's focusing on the right things now. It's, it's getting that way. 
And I'd say people still maybe aren't taking it quite as seriously as they should, you know. In fact, and we'll talk about a little bit later some of the speeches that were given and and what they indicate about the uh, progress of the conservative movement. But again, it is just – it's it's very humbling, you know, being – uh, just seeing how many people like really look to Infowars as the leaders, as the vanguard, as the people in the very forefront, really setting the path for the rest of the army to follow in behind us. Uh, it's really amazing seeing that. And it's very uh, – well, it's, it's very inspiring. It's inspiring to get back and to get back into it and to, again, set the path forward point the movement in the right direction and then let all of those allies come up behind us and uh, re-fortify our position. So it was really great meeting everybody. If I, if I met you out there, how you doing? I uh, hope you call in today. We have a lot of stuff to cover, so stay with us. We'll get into the news on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. So glad to be here with you today. We have a lot of news to talk about. I, I think we should just get right into it. I think we should waste no time. Here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 20th of December, 2022. From Reuters.com, Trump should face insurrection obstruction charges, January 6th panel says. The U.S. House of Representatives panel probing January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol asked federal prosecutors on Monday to charge Donald Trump with four crimes, including obstruction and insurrection for his role in sparking the deadly riot. That's right, folks. After years of investigation, after any number of compelled statements and interviews, the January 6th panel has decided to charge Trump with the crimes that they decided he was guilty of long before they ever impaneled the investigation. Isn't that a coincidence? Isn't that interesting that they've been calling for these exact same charges for several months and then they hold this uh, investigation, this panel, this show trial where you have only the uh, prosecution offering testimony and being able to question witnesses and you never give the other side a chance to mount a defense and then you come up with uh, the answer that you decided was the answer before you ever started the investigation. Isn't that how justice works these days? No, we're seeing the utter dismantling of justice uh, before our very eyes. It's a uh, blatant attack against our very republic. It is traitors in the highest offices of the land using their political positions to utterly destroy their political opponents. It's not actually that complicated. It is that corrupt. It is that nonsensical. And we'll get into this a little bit more uh, on the uh, a little bit later, including some responses from the likes of Donald Trump and even uh, Roger Stone. Again, this is a uh, total abortion of justice, is an actual uh, absolute disgrace. And the only thing that we really need to combat this is for the Republicans in office to actually comprehend and understand the true scale of threat arrayed against them at this point. It's not Trump that they're going after. It's the American people. Trump is just standing in the way. Of course, this comes uh, timed at a precise moment in an attempt to uh, disrupt any uh, uh, you know, 
motivation and movement that Trump has towards the presidential election in 2024. It is, of course, a giant stupid joke on all of us. The Democratic-led Select Committee's request to the Justice Department after more than a 1,000 witness interviews and the collection of hundreds of thousands of documents marked the first time in history that Congress has referred a a former president for criminal prosecution. Oh, that's right, folks. You can start endless wars in the Middle East. You can remove the – you know, you can remove all of our troops from Afghanistan and uh, give the Taliban $80 billion. You can – more or less commit genocide against children in Iran and Iraq with your purposeless and nonsensical starvation tactics. You will never be brought up for criminal referral. But if you dare to give a speech at a protest, well, now the hammer's coming down. Uh, This is, again, just absolutely outrageous, utterly incomprehensible to anybody not thoroughly mired in the media brainwashing of the current time. So again, we'll get into this a little bit later, but uh, it's, it's not exactly a surprise. It's not exactly a stunning result. Right? This, this wasn't exactly an unbiased investigation going for the facts and going wherever they lead them. No, this was a predetermined show trial that they put on for the benefit of the American people, and we'll talk about some of the media tactics that were used to bring about this conclusion later in the show. Meanwhile, the Twitter files number seven have dropped from Michael Schellenberger, how the FBI primed execs for, quote, Russian disinformation, disinformation ahead of the Hunter Biden bombshell. The story at InfoWars via Zero Hedge. Journalist Michael Schellenberger reveals how the FBI and intelligence community discredited factual information about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. In the latest episode of the Twitter files, journalist Michael Schellenberger reveals how the FBI and intelligence community discredited Uh, discredited factual information about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings both after and before the New York Post revealed the contents of his laptop on October 14th, 2022. And again, we'll take a look at this timeline a little later in the show and talk about what the FBI knew, when they knew it, how they used the evidence that they had of criminal wrongdoing in the Biden family from Hunter Biden to Joe Biden and everywhere in between. They had the Hunter Biden laptop long before it ever made its way to press, long before it ever even made its way to Rudy Giuliani. And yet, despite having evidence of literally hundreds of high crimes and misdemeanors, decided to do nothing with it, hide it, obscure it. And then when it finally made its way to the public, used their power and influence to destroy the messaging and eliminate the story from the mainstream media. Again, we'll we'll get into that a little bit later, but that's just the second of multiple gigantic republic ending controversies right every one of these actually sort of points to a different aspect of the corruption rotting this country out from the inside our third story is carrie lake wins right to bring election fraud case to trial judge denies motion to dismiss by katie hobbs trial to proceed wednesday and thursday maricopa county superior court judge peter thompson dismissed the defendant's motion to dismiss carrie lake's historic stolen election lawsuit we'll show you a video from this it's it's no surprise that katie hobbs did not get her wish to dismiss this as her defense rested on essentially invoking the specter of lynching from the 1800s to explain why they shouldn't look at 2022's midterm election results it's just as absurd as liberals always are. 
they have absolutely no legitimate arguments, so they bring up uh, racial trauma from the past in an attempt to emotionally manipulate their viewers into thinking that they have some sort of point. And again, we'll we'll get into this a little bit later and show you videos from these hearings later in the show. The trial will proceed with evidentiary evidentiary hearings on Wednesday and Thursday this week. The Gateway Pundit reported earlier that Carrie Lake's attorney gave an oral argument over the motions to dismiss in court this morning. Uh, it was yesterday morning. The outcome of yesterday's hearing is huge. It's the first time an election case has actually gone to trial since 2022. And again, we'll get into this a little bit later and talk about some of the Total corruption. Of course, Carrie Lake did give a speech this weekend at um, TPSA, and one of the things she did was – well, I guess we'll have to get into it. She talked about – she she made the statement. She was like, I am a proud election denier, and I was like, yeah, cheering and kind of making a big joke out of it, which is a, a fine response, right? People – this is sort of the typical response. They use these labels in an attempt to silence us, and the obvious – counterbalance to that is to simply adopt the labels and go, oh, you're going to call me a conspiracy theorist? Well, yes, I am one. Oh, you're going to call me a, a racist? Well, that uh, doesn't hurt. I guess I am. Wow. Now that I've adopted your label, it doesn't hurt me anymore. Oh, I'm an election denier? Guilty. Guilty. I'm an election. I deny the election results. What are you going to do about it? You can't stop me from thinking that, uh, which is nice, which is good. But on the other hand, it's sort of making a joke out of Literally the dismantling of our entire electoral system. So again, we'll get into that later. So just like we call it the Daily Dispatch. Really, it's the I don't even know. It's the 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 war report. Like where are all the attacks coming from? You know, using their position as Congress to indict a former president, despite not having any tangible proof of a crime whatsoever. Uh, the FBI and DHS and a number of other deep state spy agencies cooperating with big tech to manipulate and direct the course of mainstream media. You've got the election fraud that is rampant and unaddressed in this country. And also you have this chief justice temporarily pauses end of title 42 border restrictions. Supreme court chief justice, John Roberts on Monday granted an 11th hour request by more than a dozen Republican controlled States to temporarily pause a lower court ruling that has ordered the end of COVID-19 border restrictions known as title 42. So the end of title 42 has been waylaid at least momentarily that hasn't stopped literally thousands of migrants from storming across the border on a continual basis. And finally, we have this, and we'll spend a lot of time on this story later. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine linked to blood clotting, FDA. What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are, are you telling me that the vaccine causes blood clotting? And the FDA is saying, this is the first time hearing of this. Introducing InfoWars, super high-end supplement line at up to 50% off what these same formulas are sold for in stores. It's InfoWars MD, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a new line of super quality CBD oils that are incredibly good for your entire body at InfoWarsStore.com. We have Libido RX, Better Mood, Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max Powerful Nootropic, Ageless Vitality Collagen, Superfood Greens, and more. Our turmeric formula is 95% humanoid, the strongest and best on the market. These formulas and more under the InfoWars MD banner are at InfoWarsStore.com. They are private labeled clones of the top brands in the country for up to 50% off where you're going to find them in stores and on other online stores. This is our new InfoWars MD 
incredible line. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. And that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com, and Band.video. We have a lot to talk about today. I, I still just want to, I, I don't know if I can get across just how impactful Alex Jones and Infowars have been on the mainstream conservative movement. It's, I mean, it's not even, it's not really subtle necessarily. It's just, I guess, you know, we don't get credited uh, quite as, as much as we deserve. That's okay. That's all right. We'll keep doing it. We'll keep leading the charge. But again, it's just, it's, we need to appreciate this. You need to step back for a second and realize that five years ago, six years ago, nobody was talking about the things that they're talking about now. And that movement, that change, that metamorphosis of the conservative movement from a bunch of sort of uh, talking about uh, tax rates and, you know, conserving (laughs) – I don't even know. I don't even know what people used to stand for. Who who knows? Because I know what they stand for now. What they stand for now is standing up against the anti-human agenda of the World Economic Forum, standing up against global government, preventing the takeover – of our national institutions by international cabals of corporate corruption. Everybody gets it now. Everybody understands that Alex Jones has been right the entire time. Everybody gets it. I mean, you would think that, and if you look at the way InfoWars has talked about, you would think that we would be pariahs in a place like TPUSA where you have so many of the more mainstream conservatives. The reality is that because I'm associated with InfoWars, I was welcomed and celebrated everywhere I went, right? And again, it's not because it's me. Who the hell am I? I just am riding this wave of InfoWars. And what the hell is InfoWars without you, right? So again, this isn't about us. This isn't about patting ourselves on the back and going, <laughs> we're right about everything and everybody gets it now. No, no, no. It's a celebration of the fact that everybody's getting on board. Everybody's understanding the reality of where we are right now, but he's understanding the true existential threat of the globalist menace and is 
coalescing around this message and pushing it forward and standing up and not being shy about it, not being ham-fisted about it, but actually just doubling down and saying, no, we get what you're about now. We understand what your methods are. We understand what your purpose is. We understand what your goals are. We understand they are satanic in nature, destructive in practice, and we're putting our foot down. So if you watch any of the speeches from TPUSA, again, you didn't hear a lot about corporate tax cuts. You didn't hear a lot about anything like that. You heard a lot about being anti-war, being anti this invasion of Ukraine. I mean, how different is that alone? The conservative party used to be the one that the powers that be could rely upon. You know, they they knew that if they pushed that patriotic button, all the patriots in America would stand up and go, I'm, yes, war, war, we must war. I am war for you. Not anymore, not anymore. No, now we get it. Now we get that war is nothing to do with patriotism. That patriotism is just the lever they use to shift us towards a more destructive footing. So, it, it it really is it really is rewarding and and reempowering and again just reminds us that what we're doing here is not simply documenting the downfall but really igniting the awakening really lighting the fire that will consume the new world order and again people are it's like where we are now is people understand that Alex Jones was right the entire time they haven't quite gotten to the level that Alex Jones or any of us are at in terms of intensity or, you know, purposefulness, like actually understanding that not only is this an anti-human agenda, but there it's like a literally an existential threat that they have a gun to your head and, you know, they're about to pull the trigger. So, you know, once, once we get to that level, then it's game over and we are working our way towards that level. And we, we really do have almost a responsibility at InfoWars to lead the charge and continue to be the vanguard at the front of the forces, uh, driving our way through the defenses of the New World Order and you know, making it safe for people behind us to you know, follow in our lead. And of course, again, this is entirely, entirely due to your support when you go to InfoWarsStore.com. And I had a lot of conversations about this over the weekend and people were just going, how did Alex know? And, and he's such a genius. How did he set that up? Even other people now I don't even know if I can get into it, but I know that other people in the sort of conservative sphere are starting to create things like InfoWars Store because they recognize that there is a there's still a a a you know legacy capitalistic mindset in America that says if you have a product that you want to sell and somebody wants to buy that product, then you can facilitate that transaction and you really can't get in the way of that. You can get in the way of a lot of other stuff, you know, subscription models and that sort of things, banks and and um, you know, uh, f- fundraising sites and that sort of stuff can can shut you out. But when it comes to commerce, that still exists in America. You can still just have commerce. You can still just sell things to people and they can buy them, and then you can use that money towards funding this media outlet. So it's that system that Alex Jones set up that has allowed us to thrive, allowed us to survive under this real, really sustained assault. And another attack has been launched as of this morning. Uh, there's a, a, a new new set of lawsuits allowed to go forward. I'm not even going to talk about it because I don't know enough uh, to speak on it and Again, I just don't want to make anything worse for us, but just know we are leading the charge and we're also paying the price for that. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. Make it very easy for you to do it. And of course, another part of the awakening is the understanding that this really is a multifaceted attack on humanity itself, not just the propagandistic attack where they're coming at you with information, but also how that 
that attack coincides with and uh, strengthens the chemical attack, the attack on health, the attack on hormones, the attack on like your physical body through the food that you eat, the water that you drink, and the air that you breathe. And again, InfoWars has been on the forefront of that. It's another thing that's been absent from the mainstream conservative movement for my entire life, and yet it's becoming more and more mainstream because of the work of us here at InfoWars and, of course, our, our allies in the, uh, the human forces versus the globalist goblin forces. So please do go to InfoWarsStore.com. We have this new line of products called InfoWars MD. They are premium supplements having a lot of ingredients that aren't found in any of our other supplements, meaning they are you know, not just an alternative to things that we have on the store already, but actually brand new products, the likes of which you have not seen from InfoWars before. These include things like Ageless Vitality Collagen. Collagen is one of the most popular uh, supplements on the market right now for good reason, too. Uh, Mushroom Max Nootropic, Turmeric 95, Better Mood Plus, Nitric, uh, Nitric Boost, Libido RX, Superfood Greens, and, of course, the full-spectrum CBD gummies, 10 milligram, 25 milligram, or even 1,000 milligram. And, again, CBD is one of those things that – People call us every once in a while and say, why don't you guys have a CBD uh, supplement? Well, now we do, and it's available on sale for an introductory price at InfoWarsStore.com. All of them, 25% off. Every single one of them, 25% off. So shop now at InfoWarsStore.com and keep us in the fight. Keep us at the forefront. Keep us leading the charge in the conservative movement and slowly but surely, it, like, like, a little, like a little tiny tugboat, dragging a massive container ship slowly but surely that container ship is moving slowly but surely our little tugboat of Infowars is pulling the rest of american media along with us and uh, recalibrating this attack and focusing on the correct enemy which are the globalist forces that are as anti-human as you can possibly imagine they're, they're just coming out with it now because you want it here's another one just for you Because without you, it would truly be a blue Christmas. But thank God that we have you, all of us, awakening and vibrant souls all over the earth. It's your love, our love, that makes all of this possible. And if you feel like showing us some love today and help keep us on the air, you can do so at InfoWarsStore.com. Products that will make your life better and allow us to keep broadcasting free worldwide. We are all in this together through thick and thin. On behalf of the whole crew, we love you and we thank you for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about today, a lot of videos to show you. We will be taking your phone calls throughout the second two hours of the program today. We're talking about uh, the immigration crisis that is just exploding and expanding to a degree unprecedented on the world stage. I'll also be talking about uh, the Trump January 6th committee show trial and its uh, 
suggestion for criminal referral. I'll also be talking about some new admissions from the FDA. I was going to say revelations, but these aren't revelations from the FDA. These are admissions. These are uh, uh, confessions of something that we knew was happening all along. We'll also be talking about the voter fraud in Arizona. Just a lot to get into today. So let's start with January 6th. 2021, uh, the the darkest day in our history, folks. It it, it was it was the worst thing ever in American history. If you don't count, you know, obviously things like 9/11 or or Pearl Harbor or the withdrawal of of Afghanistan or any Saturday night in Chicago. But uh, you know, other than those things, it was absolutely the worst thing. I mean, other than you know the BLM riots. Uh, that killed dozens and caused billions of dollars in damage over an extended period uh, throughout 2020, except for like the just hundreds of thousands of deaths that have been caused by the COVID lockdowns and masking and, of course, the the vaccine program with the uh, uh, murder of millions. You also have the absolute threat to our democracy and our republic in the way that the deep state spy apparatuses are cooperating with not just Twitter, but every big tech company and not just big tech, but really every corporate monopoly to be sure that those corporations are wielding whatever power they have uh, for the benefit of the globalist new world order and against the patriotic American people and their attempt to retake their own country. Uh, so, you know, other than those things, the biggest threat to our democracy and our, but well, and except of course, for the, for the voter fraud itself and the in 2020 and 2022, the uh, absolutely outrageous law changes, rule changes, uh, manipulation, ballot dumps, ballot harvesting, mail-in ballot fraud that uh, takes place that represents uh, truly the end of our republic as we know it as voting can no longer be trusted to actually come up with a correct or accurate reading of the sentiments and will of the American people. So other than all of that stuff, January 6th, definitely the biggest thing. In the, I mean, except, of course, for the, the Hunter Biden laptop and the fact that our country is currently headed as president by uh, the leader of a mafia family who uses his connections and lifelong participation in the federal government to enrich himself by selling out the American people in the most blatant and outrageous way you can possibly imagine. But other than all of that stuff, no, trust me, January 6th was the worst. Other than all of that, uh, and of course— <laughs> Right there's the whole border thing. I, I forgot. I think yeah. I think nine eleven. You know when the government was complicit. You know allowed Saudi Arabia you whoa, know, whoa. with their knowledge to to bomb the World Trade Center. Hold with, on, uh, an airplane. You're telling me allow you're, whoa, three passenger jets. Look, I know I know we allow a lot of differing opinions on this show, but are you actually suggesting that nine eleven was somehow worse than January sixth? Uh, just just by a little bit, like practically every metric. But I mean, but but wow. but yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if you remember this. There was a man who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Did you forget that part? Did you forget the true tragedy of that day, Matt? Are, are you so blind as to not see the true implication of putting someone's dirty boots on Nancy Pelosi's glorious desk? Well, he probably stuck, stepped in dog crap. So, I mean, that's, that's right. an affront. Or human crap, actually. <laughs> actually, if we want to get into it. <laughs> So yes, folks, uh, uh, amongst the just firestorm of republic-ending catastrophes that we're faced with on a continual basis, uh, the 
the people in power, the people in the halls of power have decided to devote just thousands of hours, just all of their time, all of their energy, all of their gravitas has gone towards convincing the American people that the only thing they have to worry about is January 6th and white supremacy. You know, you just solve those problems and it's smooth sailing from there on out. You can you could just groom all the kids you want. You can, you can take all your kids to the drag shows. You can eat the bugs and live in the pods and become the financial surf of unelected billionaire jackasses from overseas uh, as long as they just get rid of this pesky Donald Trump and his darn nationalist sentiments. And again, it's just – I don't even know how to talk about this without just mocking it thoroughly because – if you were just paying attention in the slightest to what's going on, you understand that they had charges that they wanted to bring as of January 7th, 2021. And this entire two years since then has been dedicated to simply fabricating and concocting the necessary justification to bring about the charges that they wanted to bring about. The day that it happened, none of this is the result of an investigation. There was no investigation. There was manipulation. There was a setup. There was uh, a show trial, a real honest-to-God American show trial broadcast live on national television for all of us to see like a, like a reality show, the newest reality show, Death of a Republic, part two. I'm going to disagree again. Okay. I feel like they wanted to bring these charges since before January 7th. You're think- right. Since they orchestrated the whole thing, you know, with the FBI <laughs> informants right. and yes, my mistake, my mistake. Uh, this was not. This is January sixth was just when they right executed their plan. Executed their plan. Very yeah. good point. Yes, I'll keep exactly. You on track. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you very much, Matt. Yes, I'm sorry. These are the charges that they've wanted to bring against Trump since 2015 or so. It wasn't January sixth that started this whole kerfuffle. It was Donald Trump coming down the escalator in the first place. The U.S. House of Representatives panel probing the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol asked federal prosecutors on Monday to charge Donald Trump with four crimes, including obstruction and insurrection for his role in sparking the deadly riot. The deadly riot. Yeah, who died? Who died? Reuters, don't mention that, do you? The deadly riot in which the only people murdered were the protesters themselves, the unarmed peaceful protesters that were shot dead by point blank range without a warning shot. From the Capitol Police. So, yes, the Capitol Police murder spree is now being simply uh, portrayed as a deadly riot. Incredible. The Democratic-led Select Committee's request to the Justice Department after more than a 1,000 witness interviews and the collection of hundreds of thousands of documents marks the first time in history that Congress has referred a former president for criminal prosecution. Truly incredible. It's also, it also may be the first time in history that the former president actually isn't guilty of criminal action isn't that an, ir- an irony worthy of history yes yeah, i mean if you want to talk about presidents committing crimes i have a couple of war criminals to suggest for you their names are bush clinton Kerry, obama these are people that carried out you know ruthless drone attacks started wars that bankrupted america ruined our reputation overseas and killed oh, around a million innocent people But they're fine. They're all living their lives and and running around telling us to shut up and stop trying to engage in politics. They're in charge. But the only person to actually be a legitimate non-corrupt outsider getting in to office, destroying not just the legacy of the Clintons and their Democratic 
you know, stranglehold, but also of the Bushes and the Republican face of the coin. So, of course, he has to be punished. He has to be taught a lesson. He has to be made an example for anybody that thinks they can follow in his footsteps and stand up against the you know, two-party, two-headed hydra monster that runs our country. So there's a couple things to consider about this. First of all, what happens if and when they arrest Donald Trump? Are we all just – we're just going to report on it? We're just going to talk about it? We're just going to shake our finger and nod our head and, oh, well, that's, that's not good. That's wrong. I mean what – you know, when Donald Trump uh, kills himself in prison, is that out of the question? Is that a is that a happening that is impossible to foresee? So that's one question I want to ask. What's going to be the response when they actually arrest a former president on completely fabricated charges? We have some more questions we'll ask on the other side. Stay with us. We'll continue this coverage. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off InfoWarsStore.com under the label Enforce Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 Testosterone Boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Happy holiday. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the last uncensored show on earth. I think that should be another one of our sayings. InfoWars Tomorrow's News Today and InfoWars The Last uncensored show on earth the true resistance against the globalist combine that is doing everything it can to 
not just take over the world, but take over the world for the purpose of depopulating the world. It really is really is shocking the levels of evil that we're dealing with. It's not just people that are like, we know how to do things better. We will run things and you have to submit. It's like we're going to run things, but we're going to do it for the sole intent and purpose of eliminating your bloodline, destroying everything, your, your people, your race, your civilization has created. We're going to burn it to the ground. We're going to spit on the ashes. And then we're going to erect a, a giant rainbow dildo statue in its place. So it's just like, what is the argument for this again? What are we, what are you, who are you freeing us from again? Who are you fighting again? Like at least the communists in Russia could point to like the czar and go, see, he keeps people in dungeons. He, he arrests dissidents that stand up against him. This is wrong. We have to stand and people go, yeah, it is kind of wrong. Of course, they didn't realize that the people they were replacing the czar with didn't have dungeons. They had gulag camps. They had millions of people worked to death and shot in the back of the head for the crime of being suspected of perhaps having dissident thoughts. So, you know, but at least they had the first initial thing to rely on to go, this is what we're freeing you from. Who, what are they freeing you from again? Who are they rescuing you from again? The orange man, right, exactly. What, Christians, like just the most open, uh, progressive, forward-thinking civilization in the history of the world, the most accepting, inclusive, uh, free – you know, free speech, just freedom-loving country that the world has ever seen. They're rescue. Who, who are they rescuing you from? That they're rescuing you from the freedom. I see. They're rescuing you from the decency and the freedom and the self-reliance. Yes, they're rescuing you from that uh, very troublesome freedom and rewarding you with very comfortable slavery. It really, is like that. You can just imagine. You can just imagine a. A freedom fighter saying, free your slaves, and the slaver saying, free them for what? Free them to starve? Free them to be hounded and, and persecuted? No, they, I will protect them. I will continue to protect my slaves. I will keep them wrapped in the comfort of the chains. So again, what, who are they protecting you from again? Orange man. Big bad orange man. Who they now say is his lifetime of crime. Isn't that interesting? Never even been investigated, never been accused of a crime until he decided to become political. And then all of the sudden, every single thing he's ever done has to go under the microscope. And lo and behold, even when you do that, even when you launch two years of investigation with millions of dollars dedicated to teams of dozens of federal investigators to sift with a fine-tooth comb through every communication that the Trump organization has ever had to track their every movement to listen to their every phone call and still you come up with nothing isn't that amazing isn't that incredible so of course the russia scam that didn't exactly work sort of backfired perhaps and so you have to try to impeach him over ukraine and then you have to try to impeach him over january 6th and then you orchestrate january 6th and then you release covid to justify mail-in ballots to make it a little bit easier for you to corrupt the election the number, the uh, oh, the places you'll go, the, the places to which you will reach to simply disallow the American people to have their say. The committee, the January 6th 
show trial kangaroo court has asked the Justice Department to charge Trump with four potential felonies, obstruction, uh, obstruction of an official proceeding of Congress, conspiracy to defraud the United States, making false statements, and aiding or inciting an insurrection. My God. My God. If that was real, it would be terrifying. Uh, it's not, though. It's a ri- ridiculous canard. A Justice Department spokesperson declined to comment. A Trump spokesperson did not respond to a request for comment. Trump gave a fiery speech to his supporters near the White House on the morning of January 6th and publicly chastised his vice president, Mike Pence, for not going along with his scheme to reject ballots cast in favor of Democratic Joe Bi- Democrat Joe Biden. Trump then waited hours to make a public statement as thousands of supporters raged through the Capitol, assaulting police and threatening to hang Pence. Well, my God, that sure sounds bad when you lie about it. Gee, when you tell a fake story of things that didn't happen, it sure does sound bad. But when you look at the reality of the situation, it's pretty easy to boil this down to Trump gave a speech in which he questioned the very questionable outcome of the 2020 election. And that's it. That's it. That's what he did. That's the entire thing that he's guilty of is giving a speech in which he said, we don't trust the results of the 2020 election. By the way, giving that speech on January 6th, the one day that the people in Congress could lodge their complaints about the 2020 election and demand a 10-day period with which they would have time to investigate the claims of voter fraud and determine whether or not the results of the election were legitimate. That's it. That's what happened. I mean, again, it's just, I don't know. How many times do we have to go over this? I, I, I mean, I guess, but they keep bringing it up. They keep, you know, spelling this out. And I think the other, you know, the other question you need to ask is what does this look like for people that don't pay attention because again it's not that we're just dealing with january 6th we're dealing with january 6th is just the cherry on top of of the sunday in the same way that the so the violence on january 6th it's not even about the violence on january 6th people don't even care about that they were pre-programmed to believe that trump supporters were violent in the first place so January 6th, they're just like, well, it's not about January 6th. It's about all the way back when he was campaigning and he said, take their coats. I mean, it's obvious the man is a, is a danger. So it's like, okay, you're not just dealing with January 6th. You're dealing with everything that came before that, the, the long, long road to January 6th and the, the various bits of misinformation that the media strategically you know, ran with throughout all of Trump's presidency, candidacy and presidency for that matter. And so just like that, you know, the January 6th committee, it's not enough just to recognize the obvious partisan outrage that this represents. That this is, in a way, the the Democratic Party alone, but also they have Republican quislings along with them because what Trump represents was not a threat to the Democratic Party solely. He was a threat to the two-party duopoly manipulation system that's there for the sole purpose of guaranteeing that those in power never have to be held to account for their actions or questioned for their corruption. And that's the real threat that he posed to uh, people like the Cheneys, right? People like the Bushes, people like the Clintons. This is the real threat that he posed, and this is the reason for all of this action. So again, the 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 real, if you really boil it down, if you're a space alien coming down, the president of the United States, duly elected, uh, you know, legitimate president of the United States after 
His entire administration was undermined, subverted, destroyed, people refusing to carry out his orders, people openly in the, in the deep state going, we are not listening to the president of the United States. We know better than him. Therefore, we know better than the American people. They chose Trump and his platform, but we disagree with it. So we're the ones in charge. We're the ones in office. We're the ones appointed to these roles. So we'll do what we think is better. See, they take orders from a different force, not the American people through the voting process. I mean, that's how we're supposed to express what we desire for our country. And then the government is supposed to adhere to those demands. Uh, That's not the case anymore. No, the people in charge of our government are not the elected representatives. They're the unelected spy state. They are the deep state. And they take orders from someone other than the elected president, and they'll undermine the elected president at every chance they can get. So after an entire administration of investigations based off nothing that came up with nothing whose result was declaring trump innocent after impeachment after impeachment after scandal after continuous scandal i mean my god from michael avenatti to uh, stormy daniels to i mean it's just again just outrageous nonsense continuously uh then they finally launched the mail-in ballot initiative where state you know secretaries of state just changed the laws by fiat without going through the correct process, then those mail-in ballot processes are utterly corrupted and destroyed as people admit to driving trucks full of votes across state lines and delivering them in the middle of the night to people who they don't even know who they are and they have no chain of custody. Trump's real, real crime, he gave a speech. He gave a speech. He gave a fiery speech. He gave a fiery but peaceful speech in which he pointed out the absurd corruption that our current government faces and encouraged the representatives of the people to actually stand up for the people and demand that the people's voices be heard and that the election be investigated so that we can all be sure that the outcome was what it should have been. That's his crime. His crime was giving a speech. His crime was questioning the deep state. They can call it whatever they want. They can call it insurrection, making false statements. Who cares? They're they're launching an attack and they're not hiding it anymore. Because you want it, here's another one just for you. Because without you, it would truly be a blue Christmas. But thank God that we have you. All of us, awakening and vibrant souls all over the earth. It's your love, our love, that makes all of this possible. And if you feel like showing us some love today and help keep us on the air, you can do so at InfoWarsStore.com. Products that will make your life better and allow us to keep broadcasting free worldwide. We are all in this together through thick and thin. On behalf of the whole crew, we love you and we thank you for your support. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about today. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone calls, uh, phone lines for your calls now. one 877 
1-877-789-2539. Give us a call, 1-877-789-2539. We're going to take a quick break from uh, talking about the uh, political atmosphere, including things like uh, the uh, criminal referral of Donald Trump to just take a look at what's happening on a, on a wider, more existential scale. Like this from uh, Wired.co.uk. What's wrong with eating people? What's so wrong with eating people? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess. I guess nothing. Uh, what if you could tuck into a juicy human burger that was guaranteed cruelty-free? No one has to lose a shoulder for your Sunday roast. No one has to get their legs sawn off for your signature slow-cooked tanging. No one ever had to die these days. In the not-too-distant future, we could all be tucking into lab-grown meaty cubes of our favorite celebrities or eating synthesized slab of newlyweds to mark the special day. Uh, what? (laughs) I'm sorry, excuse me? Get out of my house, please. (laughs) Who the hell are you? Like, is is there any limit to these people? Is there any... Like ceiling to their absurdity or are they all psychopaths? I think they all might be psychopaths. I think that actually they all are and it's uh, sort of horrifying. There's another uh, major scandal these days. Uh, Megan McCain points it out. (laughs) It's like you almost can't – you almost couldn't write something like this. I mean there's something like epic about reading ancient history – and seeing how many people are related to one another throughout history, like uh, you know the, the Punic Wars in Rome, you had this like intergenerational conflict between families. Essentially, like you had like one family where you had these like two brothers, like a dad, and then a, a, a family in Carthage of uh, you know Hasdrubal and Hannibal and uh, their father. I think his name is Hanno, or that might be a different guy. But um, you know, you had like like. Like two fathers going to war against each other and one killing the other. And then their sons go to war against each other. And then like many generations later, their great grandchildren are going to war with the, against each other. And there's something like epic about it. We have like the inverse here where it's just like the people that are destroying our country, the people that are uh, greedily clinging to the rungs of power are the McCain's and the Cheney's and the Bush's and the, the Biden's at this point. Just – this intergenerational desperation to drag America into the mire and cesspit of absurdity. So anyway, anytime I see one of these names like McCain, Cheney, like can we just – if only we were in ancient Rome. If only we were in ancient Rome, it would be a matter of be a matter of an afternoon's work. But unfortunately, we have to contend in the realm of peace here. Uh, Megan McCain says, on the first night of Hanukkah, the anti-Israel New York Times issued a crossword puzzle that looks like a swastika. You can't make this up. We see you. We see you, New York Times. I thought this was absurd at first. I, th- I thought this is kind of stupid. It's, a, what, it's some algorithm comes up with you know, how to place these things. And it, you think they actually tried to make a swastika? It's just like we aren't, we aren't obsessed with seeing symbols of Nazism everywhere. So maybe this just, you know, passes by unnoticed. But you start reading the, you start reading the clues. It's just like, you know, one down, this, this group controls the media. I mean, that's not right. That's not right. Three, four letters. I don't know. That's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not going to go on with that joke anymore. But, uh, these people are psychopaths. These people are insane. They're like the most paranoid, 
freaks that the world has ever seen. And they, they're running the country. And it's like, well, you've got elementary schools being like, little white children over there, little black children over there. Okay, you all tell the white people how evil they are. And they're like, aw, progressivism, this is sweet. And then they like see a windmill and they're like, is that a swastika? Do we need to, to get the FBI and the ADL on this? These people are insane. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We just have so much to get into today, but our calls are already filling up with people that I am looking forward to talking to. So we're going to go out to phone calls here in just a second. And again, it's almost like, you know, there are really big news stories that we need to be talking about, but there's also stuff that's just like not getting reported on very much. And I think I want to talk about some of that right now. We're going to go to uh, Clown Car and Max in just a second. And I know Max is going to want to talk about the JFK documents. Of course, that has to do with uh, the CIA and the FBI and their cover-up, the continuing cover-up here after all these years still continuing to protect the people that were participants in one of the greatest crimes in the history of our country, perhaps the history of the world, the murder of JFK. Like all this, all of this blends together, right? You've got – it's almost like – well, what a tangled web we weave, I guess you could say. It, it's, it really is a web of lies. You've got Trump, who's innocent of everything they've charged him with every single time. They've continually tried to stick made-up, fabricated crimes on him, and just, they continually don't say because he's not actually guilty of anything. Meanwhile, you have – Hunter Biden, who is guilty as sin. He is the devil himself. He is Satan incarnate working on behalf of his father, Lucifer, Joe Biden, right? So you've got the Biden family guilty, protected. You've got the Trump family innocent, persecuted. It's very bizarre how that works. And of course, that uh, very intricately intertwines with the censorship, the FBI now at the behest of the unelected leaders of this country, the deep state cabal, you know, working to subvert the First Amendment and actually blatantly violate the First Amendment in censoring these stories from coming out and going after mainstream media outlets for reporting on facts about the case. So that's totally unacceptable. And of course, the FBI were the ones that were prosecuting Trump in the first place. Like all all this seems uh, deeply intertwined to me. And of course, it's been pretty devastating the revelations of the twitter files the seventh one is out now it's called how the fbi primed execs for quote russian disinformation disinformation ahead of the hunter biden bombshell but there's somebody on twitter an anonymous person named names redacted name redacted 247 who put this little thread together After learning that Twitter employs at least 15 FBI agents, I searched Facebook. What I found is alarming. Facebook currently employs at least 115 people in high-ranking positions that formerly worked at the FBI, CIA, NSA, DHS. 17 former CIA operatives now work at Facebook. 37 FBI employees now work at Facebook. 23 NSA employees now work at Facebook. And 38 DHS employees now work at Facebook. All but a few of the former intelligence agents were hired by Facebook after the 2016 presidential election and after the FBI established their social media focus task force, FTIF. And this is another thing that's 
again, just totally absurd. People are like, well, if you're mad at what the FBI is doing, they, they, you know they started doing it right after 2016, so this is Trump's fault. It's like, you morons. The point is that the president is no longer the president. We are not ruled by the president. We, the president does not have the powers that he's endowed with through the Constitution. Those have been confiscated. Those have been subverted. Those have been taken by the spy agencies. They don't listen to the president anymore. They have their own authorities that they listen to. They started the social media disinformation program as a direct response to the election of President Trump. They are of the opinion that you can't trust the American people to make decisions about this. We have to decide for them, but they aren't going to be okay with us just dictating to them. So therefore, we have to decide for them and then manipulate them into coming to the conclusion that we have preordained. As Matt Taibbi detailed in the Twitter files part six, we know that there was a massive coordination of censorship between the FBI and Twitter during 2020 through 2022. Who's controlling misinfo censorship on, uh, at Facebook? Is there similar coordination between Facebook and the intelligence community? The following is a list obtained through publicly available LinkedIn profiles of former CIA, FBI, NSA, DHS that are currently working at Facebook and at least 10 work in the trust and safety that is misinformation department. Many of the LinkedIn profiles are private, so those will not be posted. You've got uh, Aaron Berman leads the misinformation policy team at Facebook. According to Aaron's public LinkedIn profile, he worked for the CIA for 17 years. Aaron states that his experience at the CIA includes writing the president's daily brief, leading briefings for cabinet members, senior NSC, NSC officials, and members of Congress. On Twitter, Aaron is followed by Yoel Roth and admits that he's friends with trust and safety people at Twitter. Was Facebook coordinating with Twitter on info sharing to censor posts they deemed as misinformation? Aaron admits to specific Facebook campaigns where he tackles misinformation, re-COVID-19. They allowed, quote, health authorities to guide what Facebook should label as misinformation. On YouTube, on a YouTube discussion with Stanford, Aaron admits that Facebook works with a global network of over, of over 80 fact-checker organizations who direct Facebook on which posts to reduce distribution, ad warning labels, and shadow ban. Uh, and you can see the uh, whole video there. Brazilian election misinfo uh, censorship from Aaron Berman. Philippines election misinformation campaign, Russia-Ukraine war misinfo censorship. And again, it's not even like it's not even like this stuff is hidden. It's not even like it has to be uncovered. Just nobody's doing this research. Nobody's doing this investigation. The mainstream media should, you would think, be the safeguards of our constitutional rights, would actually care about the First Amendment and would be investigating and reporting this. It's all out there. It's all obvious. In fact, they celebrate it. They brag about it. They talk about all of the all of the former CIA and FBI people we have working for us now. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? I mean, it's it's all out there. It's all in the open. We know that they employ very biased organizations to be you know, in charge of censorship, to dictate what is and is not reality. They aren't unaffiliated organizations. They aren't organizations of merit and you know, an unbiased reading of reality they employ uh what would you call it just like influence campaigns to come in and dictate what is and is not reality uh so again it just it, it goes through just like this one guy aaron's uh, everything he's doing you've also have deborah b current facebook uh trust and safety former cia ana analyst for 15 years scott s he him 
Current Facebook Senior Manager of Trust and Safety, former CIA, seven years. Brian Weisbard, current Facebook Trust and Safety, formerly nine years of multiple senior-level leadership positions in U.S. government intelligence community. Former Twitter online safety security analyst, four years. Former YouTube Trust and Safety, one year. Can you imagine? What is life like for these people? Just jumping from the CIA to the FBI to Twitter to Facebook to YouTube and just having unquestioned authority to dictate what people are and are not allowed to say. Pretty outrageous. Hagen Barnett, current Facebook Trust and Safety Operations Lead, former self-employed contractor for the CIA, one year. Booz Allen, four years. U.S. Department of Treasury, three years. Jeff Lazarus, current Facebook Trust and Safety, former Apple Trust and Safety, one year. Former Google Trust and Safety, four years. Former CIA, five years. Chan Rosa, current Facebook Trust and Safety, former U.S. Army Intelligence and Security Command, four years. Jason Barry, current uh, Facebook Trust and Safety Manager, former DHS, seven years. Uh, Rick Cavalieros, current Facebook Trust and Safety Manager, former FBI, 21 years. Sandeep A., he, him, (laughs) current Senior Investigator Trust and Safety, former NSA, SIGINT, lead analyst, four years. Uh, MR Preep G., she, her, current Facebook product in, uh, integrity, elections, former FBI, six years. Brian Kelly, former Facebook law enforcement outreach manager, f- uh, former FBI, seven years. And again, maybe these people were in FBI and, and left, or maybe they are still receiving a paycheck. Maybe they are still receiving, you know, off the books payment from these organizations. Maybe, just maybe, The deep state spy apparatus is running a very, very, very deep and thorough infiltration of big tech with the cooperation of big tech. It's not like big tech doesn't know who these people are. I'm sure they recruit them directly from the powers that be. And of course, the reason why the media isn't reporting on this because the media is even more thoroughly infiltrated by the FBI and the CIA. So again, this thread just goes on and on and on. It's hundreds of people. How, how fitting is it, though, that it's Operation Mockingbird and Twitter is a little birdie? And that, isn't that convenient? is that so nice? That's just so cute. Right. So we're getting the Twitter files are exposing all of this. Twitter is probably, no joke, it's probably the least censored out of all, all of these organizations. I mean, Google was founded by the CIA and NQTEL. Facebook was founded by the CIA and NQTEL to replace their other program from the Pentagon. It's been like this since the beginning. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. 
And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. So this is Christmas And what have you done Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen This is The American Journal We're going to go out to your phone calls now I want to remind you It may be too late Depending on where you live You can check though It. it but we're getting close now to Christmas And uh if you haven't placed your orders at InfoWarsStore.com, I can't guarantee that I'll get to you on Christmas. But there are InfoWars gift cards you can get for the InfoWarrior in your life that you know they will appreciate. In fact, the I started working here in February of 2017. In December of 2016, I bought uh, InfoWars gift cards for uh, my dad and some others for Christmas. It makes a great gift. Give the gift of InfoWars today. You can buy InfoWars gift cards at InfoWarsStore.com. And also, while it may, you may not be able to you know, place an order and, and get it in time for Christmas, you might actually. I mean if you live you – know, now that we have, a, we have a whole new distribution center, we're making a lot of changes behind the scenes in terms of how our products are delivered. So our shipping is actually a lot faster now, so you should actually go check. You may still be able to get stuff in time for Christmas depending on, on where you live since we now have a new centralized distribution uh, center that we're uh, shipping from. So that you may actually be able to get it by Christmas, but you can definitely get stuff by New Year's. And so now is the time. Don't wait till New Year's to come up with your resolutions. Get ready so you can start the new year outright. You can start January 1st. None, none of these excuses, none of this, well, I'm, it's my New Year's resolution, but I'll start on the second. No, no, start on the first. Set your mind to it. If you want to be healthier, happier, more productive in the new year, if you want your 2023 to be the best it can possibly be, then get started on the right foot by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It is, your, it is your place for New Year's resolutions. If your resolution is to you know, sleep better because you know that a good night's sleep will just have cascading effects th- throughout the rest of your life, then go now and get you know, knockout sleep support or down and out or any of the other incredible supplements that we have at InfoWars.com if you just want to if you want to start working out, well, make sure you've got the supplements that you need, the, the protein powder, the uh, bodies, so that you can recover afterwards. The new Turmeric 95, which is just really almost a, a magic potion when it comes to uh, recovery and, and inflammation and you know, just your everyday sores. So do not wait until mid-January to start your resolution. Start your resolution off right on January 1st by going now to InfoWarsStore.com. And I even like doing, I mean, you can actually like set up a, a schedule with your supplements. I know I did that one year. Maybe I should do it again this year where it's like, all right, I want to I do this more. So in the morning, I got to take this supplement and this supplement and that'll remind me. 
to go out and run, to go out and jog or, you know, take my dog for a walk or, or do whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start going to bed on time. So at this time, every now I'm going to take knockout. Then it's not even up to me whether I fall asleep. It's a preordained thing. It's a, it's a preordained conclusion. You take that knockout, you're not going to be staying up late whether you want to or not. So just make sure that uh, make sure that your 2023 is as good as it can possibly be by going to InfoWarsStore.com right now and being ready for the new year. With that, let's go out to the phone calls. We have, well, we have Santa Claus himself calling in from the North Pole on line number three. Thank you so much for calling in, Santa. You're on the air. Oh, 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 how are you, Harrison? I'm very good, Mr. Claus. How are you? Well, here comes Santa Claus live on InfoWars. Alex shows us right again. <laughs> How did you know? How did you guys know in advance? Uh, me, I have my crystal ball with the snow in it. You know, one of those snow globe things. And I'm looking around and I'm seeing who's been naughty and nice. And on my list, I have, oh, look at you, Harrison. You're top on my list. <gasps> Which list? On the nice list? Well, you've been very good this year, Harrison. You've brought so many smiles. There's so many good little kids and boys, CJ and Matt and Sean. you got to see the smiles across the globe, Harrison. Yay, Santa. Yay, that's great. Who's on the naughty list, uh, uh, Santa? Well, we have a guy. His name is uh, Mr. Joe Byron. You ever heard of him? Uh, I've heard of him. He's, he's uh, He's getting coal in his stocking, is he? We love Joe oh, Byron. Oh, more than coal in his stocking. <laughs> it's running down his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Harrison, Santa. Yeah, I wanted to bring up one important thing. Um, This peace treaty that went into effect last year, it's making it difficult for me to get across the border. Can you help me get these toys across the border? Oh, I think I have a few ways of getting the uh, the toys across the border. Uh, tell me, Clonkar, are you still delivering to Russia? Oh, always uh, right through Brighton Beach and Coney Island. It's I make Santa. the left on Surf Avenue. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. Uh, a clown car from uh, New York City, everybody. I guess he's you're hanging out there with uh, Santa in the North Pole. Uh, you know, one of the one of the uh, great groups that I met at TPUSA this weekend. There was a large contingent of the the freedom movement from New York City, the real brave anti-vax protesters who were standing up and allowing themselves to get arrested and peacefully protesting all of the uh, measures that were happening in New York City. And they had uh, very good things to say about you, Clown Car. Uh, they, they used your, Yeah, they used your real name, though. And I was like, who? And they're like, it's this guy. Oh. He, like, drives around in a car. And I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. So, yeah, I got and I'm to— not worried, And I'm not worried to tell the world who I am. My name is Sean Lennon. And right now I want to declare to anybody on this planet, if you think that you can take me, you can find me right in Coney Island, Surf Avenue. Come see me. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna end up with a big red nose that squeaks when uh, when you uh, when you honk it. Yeah. Well, thank oh, you, yeah. so, thank you so much for the clown car. You got any New Year's resolutions, clown car? I do. I'm going to propose to Christina on Christmas. <gasps> don't don't Wait, announce what? it. It's got to be a surprise. Wait, am I live on the answer? I thought. Oh. Dang it! Oh my gosh! Well, when that happens, you got to call us back so we can uh, we can congratulate you. Thanks, thanks so much for the uh, for the call, clown oh, car. Oh, any, oh. Anything else before I let I, you go? Christmas, everybody. All you in for is get your gift cards while you can. <laughs> Thank you so much. Santa Claus, everybody. That's Santa Claus coming in live, calling in live from the North Pole. Folks, if you got little kids out there listening, this message is for them. There's a lot of bad-hearted leftists out there that want to tell you Santa Claus isn't real. Where do the presents come from then? 
You know, answer me that, atheist. Where do the presents come from? Who eats the cookies and drinks the milk? You can't explain it. Santa Claus is real. We all know that. And uh, it infuriates them that that we still believe, that we still understand the truth about the miracle of Christmas. Uh, the liberals can't handle it. They don't like joy. They don't like the mystery of life. They don't like uh, wonderful surprises. They're just, they're just trying to, to ruin your Christmas. Don't let them. Santa's real, and we all know it. Thanks again for the call, Santa. Uh, let's go to oh, – we only have a minute left. Um, we'll go to BS Assassin for now. We'll, we'll hold you over if we need to. Thanks for calling in BS Assassin. We'll go to Max in the next uh, segment because I, I know I, I promised that. But BS Assassin, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yo, what's up? Uh, yeah, Happy, Merry Christmas to the, uh, to the Santa clown. Yeah, I just want to just t- touch on something that um, we have such, uh, such corruption. It's just overwhelming. And um, we have to offer amnesty. We all have to come together and offer amnesty for admission because this is this. We got to charge these people with the RICO Act. Our government is acting is a mafia. The whole world is acting like a mafia. And this is a message to the common man out there. Your fight is not with the common man. Your fight is with your tyrannical treasonous government. So none of us pick up arms against each other and serve these freaking tyrants. We have to charge these people with the RICO Act, but we have also have to give them a way out because it's so systemic. It's a lot of- I think you're right. We'll, we'll come back to this on the other side, BS Assassin. Don't go anywhere. I want you to remember two words, InfoWars Platinum. In the history of InfoWars supplements, and they're amazing, this is hands down the most powerful game-changing products we've ever offered to the public. Now, all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements. And the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold on stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, and of course, 1776 testosterone boost read about them at infowarstore.com learn about them and then try them out for yourself and i know you will be a repeat customer which is awesome it'll empower your life make your life more amazing and it will keep us on the air a 360 win infowars platinum now available at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. You can probably tell because I keep referencing it, but I've just been on a, on a huge ancient Rome kick. <laughs> Again, I'm just listing all, the, all these courses and, um, and books and re-watching I, Claudius. I'm just on a big ancient Rome kick, and it, you know, every time you just find more stuff that is parallel to the collapse of the American Republic and also some some interesting ideas from it you know one of the most powerful strangely by the towards the end of the Republic one of the most powerful positions in the Republic was the Tribune of the Plebs didn't even exist at first but eventually they created this position called Tribune of the Plebs that was elected by the lower class, the, the plebeians who didn't really have that much of a say over the rest of politics. You have like the Senate and you have the equites and you have – you know they elect all these different 
people in position of powerers, the, the praetors and the questors and the uh, consuls, and they, they make the law. But then the tribune could just veto all of it. They could just ignore all of it. They could just come in and go, nope, we don't like it. And they were, dire- uh, they were elected directly by the, uh, the plebeians, the plebs. But the important thing about that position was that they were inviolable. They were completely protected, sacrosanctum, right? And the way that they achieved that was by they actually, when they became tribunes, they pledged to represent the plebeians, and then the plebeians pledged to protect the tribunes. And they essentially said, if anybody places a hand on the tribune, that's a death sentence and will be carried out by the plebeians. We almost need something like that now. It's like an idea I think maybe we we should have now. Uh, Juanita Broderick on Twitter says, who arrests the law enforcement agencies who are committing the crimes? Might be time to make a citizen's arrest. And it's a great question. Who do you turn to when it's the ultimate law enforcement authorities that are the ones committing the crimes? I guess it's got to be we the people. It's almost like we need a new position of tribune of the plebs where it's somebody who can just exert the authority over anybody in the government and they can't be touched. They can't be challenged really. And if they are, then it's essentially, it's essentially a, a green light to revolt against the government, Right. If you touch our, our our tribune, then we are now everybody in the Americas now uh, f- forms a militia to you know carry out retribution against those who touched our representative. So I don't know. It's like we need something like that. We need some sort of new position. It's not like a special master, special counsel, some controlled uh, you know organization. Something that just answers directly to the people and just has ultimate authority over the government to. Uh, carry out what needs to be done to rid ourselves of the tyrants that rule over us at this point. And our caller, uh, BS Assassin, was pointing out that we need to offer amnesty to the people who are willing to come forward and admit what's going on. You hear all the time that conspiracies aren't real. They won't happen because have you ever tried to keep a secret? Nobody can ever keep a secret. And then you just see the way that these big tech companies are infiltrated to the bone by FBI agents. They are so thoroughly compromised. The corruption is so widespread and you have hundreds of people involved and not a single one of them talks about it. Not a single one of them reports on it. Not a single one of them thinks to go to the mainstream media or any media outlet and go, hey, you know, I'm involved in Twitter and behind the scenes, we are doing the bidding of the unelected FBI spy state and I'm, I'm not okay with it. Not one of them has a crisis of conscience. Not one of them is willing to give up their position to come forward and admit what they see going on behind the scenes. It's not that hard to carry out a conspiracy when you have the power that the people who are conspiring in our world have. So, also, pro-gamer tip, um, don't confide in the people that don't believe conspiracies can take place because people can't keep secrets. Come to us. <laughs> come to InfoWars. Come to the people that are willing to you know, put the truth out there regardless of whether people are you know, uh, ready to receive it or not. We'll report it. We'll tell, we'll tell everybody exactly what's going on. And uh, I, I think amnesty would be appropriate. Uh, but first needs to come the prosecutions. First, it needs to be the RICO charges. It needs to be the announcement that the – whether it's the American government or some sort of citizen tribunal saying we are going to be holding everyone to account who has worked to subvert or undermine our basic human rights and constitutional freedoms – and if you don't want to be wrapped up in this, then you have to participate just, just like you do with any mafia, just like you do with any criminal organization. You find some of the lower level people and you say, look, you got to give us who gave you orders. You got to give us somebody bigger than you or you're going to be the one paying the price. 
And uh, so without that threat hanging over them, they have no incentive to actually tell the truth and reveal what they know. And you know they may still serve some time, but at least they'll avoid the more intense retribution that they deserve. We are a Christian country after all. I know that's going away. I know that's going away, but you know Christianity is still prevalent here, and uh, we still believe in forgiveness of sins for those who repent and come clean. So, you know, maybe come clean and repent now before, you know, people like us go away and the only people that run this country anymore are people that don't believe in these, you know, glorious things like forgiving your enemies or turning the other cheek. You should really take advantage of the fact that uh, people who believe in that mindset still exist in this country before it's too late. So I think that's a great point uh, BS Assassin brings up. With that, we got to Max in Kansas, who is finally on winter break, so he can actually call into the show. Thank you so much for calling in, Max. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, Harrison. It is good to be back. Um, and you can expect uh, a couple of calls from Max from Kansas over these next few weeks. Um, that is until I have to be enslaved by my master once again, <laughs> that, of course, being the education. <laughs> um but, you know, I, I called in. I've, I've been fired up about this issue specifically lately, uh, that being the murder of our 35th president, um, John F. Kennedy. And, well, actually, coup d'etat is more accurate, I'd say. And I'd say because he was killed, or though he was killed, his murder significance was, I mean, seriously on the level of a government overthrow, um, because that's what his killing was, essentially, a complete replacement of government through means of murdering a man who posed arguably one of the greatest threats in human history to the cabal that lives over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and now... And his brother, recently, and his brother uh, as well, right? It's not a coincidence that his brother yeah, also, yes. yeah, got the bullet. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, these documents that were just released uh, don't sh- don't show a whole lot, but they they kind of show you know how much the CIA and FBI knew about Oswald uh, prior to the event, and not a whole lot to be honest. But but that's the point because these these are documents that are okay they're okay with releasing because they pose no threat to the CIA stability. Um, and and here, but here's a good thing is that people are continuing to wake up to this reality. Uh, that no, Oswald didn't kill Kennedy. That it's completely unrealistic that Oswald could have made the shots that he allegedly did, and so on. I mean, any logically thinking, rational person would understand so they look at the facts. I mean, does it make sense that the that that Oswald, you know, allegedly shot Kennedy in the span of 5.6 seconds, wipes the rifle clean of fingerprints, and puts the rifle on the opposite side of the lock and sprints down five flights of stairs past witnesses who say they didn't even see him? And then shows up without panting or out of breath, just in time for a patrolman to see him in the break room, all within ninety seconds of the shooting. I mean, I mean, I mean, not not to mention the piece of garbage rifle he allegedly used that the Italian Carcano, one that Scope was even cited in. Um, yeah, yeah, because that makes sense, though, right? I mean, despite sharpshooters having zero luck with recreating the shots he took, and former Marines, former Marines who knew him, saying that he wasn't a great shot. Uh, makes sense that man who was allegedly shot from behind slumps backward to the left in the motorcade, the same direction he was allegedly shot from, right? Makes sense. But you made an excellent point actually a while back on the podcast with John. Uh, by the way, everybody go subscribe to Harrison's Substack and listen to the best podcast on the internet. Um, you made the point. You believe one of the reasons some of the documents were being withheld back in 2017 was because of George H.W. Bush was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I do agree. But now I think we're getting to a point where everyone involved will be dead. Right. Well, the fight to keep those documents classified isn't to protect anybody, but rather a multitude of agencies and organizations. Um, right. But, I mean, the last thing, but I, there is just such an overwhelming amount of evidence that points to a clear execution carried out by the CIA. Yeah. I mean, E. Howard Hunt admitting on his deathbed that the CIA and LBJ killed Kennedy 
the sinister photo of Lyndon Johnson smiling at Lincoln Congressman Albert Thomas. Look this photo up if you haven't seen it. Look up LBJ smiling at Albert Thomas aboard Air Force One. Mm-hmm. The man literally had the nerve to smile and nod while standing next to Jack. He still had Jack's brain and blood stain on her pink jacket. I mean, I... Totally, I just, totally I sick. Hey, we look forward to more calls uh, from you, Max. And uh, yeah, keep us up to date. If, you, if you're uh, trolling through those uh, JFK files and find anything interesting, I've looked and yeah, like you said, it's not a lot of interesting stuff because they're still protecting these organizations. Uh, but... I, I, maybe we should do a man on the street. Maybe we should go out and ask people if they think the JFK was killed by a conspiracy. I don't think anybody would be willing to admit that they think Oswald killed Kennedy anymore. Uh, that, that story's over. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks we're gonna go to your phone calls here in just a second there's so, there's so many crazy stories today I, I mean i almost just want to just like go through a just a headline dump because I mean, every one of these you could spend an hour on i'm just like i don't even know which one is worthy of uh the attention but i guess let's just uh it's not been a good week for the transes it's not been a good week. <laughs> it turns out, turns out these people might not be right in the head. Brazil's top female gamer is a trans-identified male now accused of sexting with a minor. Oh, sounds about right. Ooh, I know. Why can't they find good representation? 
like all the all the most famous and influential you know sexual degenerates are also criminals how does that happen there's some sort of correlation if you thought pro athletes were paragons of morality then pro gamers are about to give them a run for their money okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah a professional League of Legends player in Brazil has stepped down from his eSports e- e- association following allegations he was a sexual predator toward, uh, sexually predatory towards a minor. Oh, no. What? Who, who would have thought a professional gamer trans person being lascivious, being minor attracted person? Who could believe it? Me. I can. Ribeiro's resignation was tendered following a leak of Discord chat log showing he'd been sending intimate messages to a 14-year-old. He's 21. I'm not even going to read the messages. They're horrific. <laughs> You've got this advertisement. Let's play, we'll play this in a second. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, we'll play clip 13 in a second. Uh, Antifa-backed trans sex offender at center of We Spa controversy arrested after months on the run. So this is a, a nice conclusion to another story that we were talking about earlier this week. On Sunday, Darren Merger, a biological male who identifies as transgender who allegedly exposed his genitals to a little girl and several women in June of 2021 at the Los Angeles Wee Spa, was apprehended after months of an outstanding warrant that was out for Merger's arrest for indecent exposure. Postmillennial editor-at-large Andy No tweeted, Breaking Wee Spa update, the trans sex offender and wanted fugitive over women's locker room indecent exposure incidents, including Wee Spa case defended by antifa has been arrested darren merger has been on the run since september 2021 after my reporting bail is set at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. so again this is just one of those one of those stories right you've got this perverted man using the transgender rules to go in and expose his naked genitals to little girls in a hot tub and try to get in the hot tub with them and when the parents of these little girls were outraged at this man flashing their child in public. We Spa kicked the parents out, and the fellow people at We Spa called them bigots for daring to not like. Them. I mean, this is this is what just sort of destroys your hope, doesn't it? You would think that like, well, these are these crazy people, but at least at least regular people know better. But no, no, the regular people will attack you for saying, "Please don't expose your genitals to my little children." As long as you as long as the person flashing your child says without any other, you know, evidence that they're transgender, right? What what are you even supposed to say about that? Maine social worker gives 13-year-old chest binder without parents' consent. At a meeting with the school board, Amber Levine said a central Lincoln County school system social worker, Samuel Roy, gave the chest compression garment to her daughter and told her to keep it secret from her parents. A Maine public school social worker secretly began to socially transition a 13-year-old girl without her parents' knowledge or consent, giving the child a chest binder in form of Uh, In a form of child predatory sexual grooming, says the child's upset mother. After a meeting with the school board and uh, at a meeting with the school board, Amber Levine said that this central central Lincoln County school system social worker, Samuel Roy, gave the chest compression garment to her daughter and told her to keep it secret from her parents. You don't even need to know more about this like that. That sentence alone should be enough to. I, I don't even know. Like. All I'm saying 
is these people think they can get away with it. I, I don't understand how you don't respond more aggressively to this type of thing. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying I'm not advocating for vigilante justice of any sort. I'm just sort of shocked at the idea that parents learn this sort of thing. And it's, you know, she, this woman clearly outraged. She wants, you know, the, the school board to do something. The school board's probably going to be on the side of the teacher. I, I mean, it was revealed through Project Veritas that there was a teacher in Chicago, it was Chicago, right? The, he was like, I, it was like the best part of my job was watching the little children play with butt plugs and ask me how to use it. It was so great. And the school board is just like, there was a right-wing attack against one of our glorious teachers, and it will not stand. They have our full support to give dildos and butt plugs to the children in their school. It's like, look, all I'm saying is my reaction to that sort of thing would be newsworthy. (laughs) Is that okay to say? (laughs) That the story wouldn't be school board backs up teacher. No, no, it would probably, well. Do you think this sicko brought in his personal sex toys to show the kids? Because that's where my mind's going. I'm like, there's no way this guy just went on a shopping spree for his students. I mean, he's a teacher. Sure, it's a private school. Didn't they, they like invited some organization who brought them in. It was like some like organization that was like, we're going to come to your school and provide sex toys. They're going to come to our school? Yeah. And no, provide sex toys? Yeah, no, exactly. Okay. And, like, that's one, you know, that's one thing, obviously, pretty insane, but, like, the idea of, like, a 13-year-old girl, a 13-year-old girl being, like, seduced by her teacher who's like, you, you, we can keep it secret from your parents. Here, let me show you how to put on this chest binder. Keep your breasts down. It's like, and that guy's just at home now? He's just, what, on paid leave? Like, I just, I mean, honestly, it's not even like, it's like a, really, it's a warning. It's a warning, a really a heartfelt warning to the people engaged in this behavior. People's patience is going to run out. People are going to realize that the authorities and that the systems that we have to redress these sorts of issues, when they realize that these authorities and these processes are not serving them and they're not getting their justice and they're actually defending You perverts, it's not going to be good. I'm just letting you know right now, people's patience is going to run out. So for your own good, you got to stop this. You got to stop this behavior. You got to not be so confident in your ability to do this and to avoid punishment. I'm just saying, you're going to do it to somebody. You're going to do it to the wrong person one day. You're going to do this and it's going to be a certain father or a certain mother that's going to figure out about this and they're not going to want to go through the official process. And they're not going to be okay with a, a slap on the wrist and a, an apology from the school board. I mean, my instinct would be newsworthy. I'll say it'll be newsworthy. The alleged grooming incident took place at the Great Salt Bay Community School in the uh, small town of uh, Demariscota, 
where Levine said Roy and other school employees influenced the girl to transition to identify as a boy while using uh, masculine pronouns to address her. The disgruntled mother said that she knew that her daughter had been seeing a social worker at school, but the child had been reassigned to a new social worker in October without notifying her. According to Levine, the chest binder, which is known to have serious medical effects, was provided less than two weeks after her newly 13-year-old child met Roy. Again, we'll, we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this ends up. Then we have this story. Sydney transgender woman pr- uh, propositioned mother to have sex in front of nine-year-old daughter. Vile pedophile, 49, caught trying to have sex with 14-year-old girl, was then busted, suggesting a child, nine, could watch before being jailed for her sickening uh, messages. Got women, am I right? Yeah, this woman (laughs) that did this. Uh, You've got to do something about these women. Yeah, it's a man, folks. That is a man. Isn't it interesting? I mean, all these are from this week. So you've got the the Brazil story. You've got the... Uh, this other, uh, you know, school story. You've got this wee spa person. It's like, you know, what is it? What is it about the transgender community? They it's, can't even go one week without making headlines. They can't go one week without making headlines. Are they all pedophiles? Are they all? Pe- is there some sort? Of, I mean, I'm, I think they're just confused. Maybe they're just confused. Uh, yeah, maybe they're just confused. Hell, they don't know if there's such things as boys and girls how are they supposed to know about ages right they're mentally ill they need help they need a padded room maybe an injection or two help i'm an adult in a minor's body let's go ahead and take another call let's talk to malcolm in tennessee welcome hello alex yes malcolm all right i'll make this quick and real short where the other patriots can get on the line uh alex i have to promote one thing from one of your co-hosts owen schroyer super male vitality and brain force plus mix those two together you're an unstoppable tank super male vitality really really works it's cold pressed herbs and natural compounds that have never been heated up and so it has a dramatic effect compared to powdered versions that also work quite well but just aren't as strong this is like a very fine wine it's 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 it, in fact each batch is different sometimes it's super strong sometimes it's just okay people are like why are you selling something and admitting sometimes the batch isn't as strong that's just how it is it's how it works uh, so it's always good. It's just sometimes it's like super strong. But yeah, if you want the Rolls Royce at a decent price, then this is it. 